Welcome to the JK Sports Podcast. I am Juan. And I'm Kyle. We are here to talk about a lot of things. I don't know if I've ever been so fired up for the podcast. I think this is the most fired up I've ever been. Yeah, I'm definitely fired up. So why are we fired up, Kyle? Because today is Masters Monday. That's right. Not the Monday of where the Masters week start. We're talking about after. The Masters just ended yesterday, and somebody by the name of Eldrick Tiger Woods won the Masters. Did you think last Monday we'd be sitting here talking about this? No. I, I really, I mean, I always rooted for him, but I, I mean, I just... You know, it's kind of one of those things you're like, yeah, he's been playing good, but I, I don't know if he's going to if he's gonna win it. I think I always thought he would be contending. Realistically, I thought he'd finish like top 10 maybe, top 15. Yeah, yeah. I would, yeah. Have a chance on Sunday, and then all the other leaders would just kind of blow it away. And you're like, man, Tiger, that, that would have been cool if he did it. But he actually did it. He really did it. <laughs> he really, really did it. And not just you know, did he do it? But the way he went about it, I mean, there were legitimately on Sunday, 10 different golfers that could have won uh, realistically. Yeah. I mean, it was wild at the end. You had guys making moves from the back. You had people like Bubba coming out of nowhere that just were finishing and you're like, Holy crap, they could win this thing. And then of course you had the guys up front. You, Francesco, uh, we'll talk about his meltdown, I'm sure, in a little bit. Guys like Brooks, um, you know, uh, Shoffle, you know, all these guys that very easily could have won and didn't. Um, Tiger held him off. I mean, do you think he? Somebody posed this question at work, you know, today. The ca- another casual fan out there, and I don't even know if they follow golf, but they said, was it really Tiger one or that the other golfer? golfers just played bad no tiger won it because again there's no way that that many golfers and not just golfers i mean these are the elite of the elite golfers these are big names kepka who's proven himself in majors dj who's the number one golfer in the world those guys tied for second i mean yeah. you're, you're talking about two of the top five players in the world and not to mention everybody else but it's not that they lost it. Francesco lost it. Molinari blew it. I mean, he he absolutely blew his shot, but he is the only one that I would say truly blew it. And, you know, I, I will say to counter that point as well um, of people saying, did other people just lose and Tiger didn't really win it? That leaderboard, every single person on the leaderboard pretty much had a major, had yes. already won a, a major. So yes. these are people who have proven themselves over again. I mean, Kepka, like you said, what was it out of the last? Well, he's won. He has three majors. He's so won out of the last three five, of the last seven. Three majors, out of the last seven majors. and could have easily won this one. And and not just the other ones that he didn't win. I mean, he was in contention. You know, I mean, he just has been dominating the majors recently. Yeah. So I agree. I think it was Tiger winning, but I also think. Here's here's a little theory here. Could this be one of the first times that everybody felt the the tiger fear? You know that that used to happen where they if 
if Tiger came in on Sunday was either in contention or in the lead, people said you might as well give he's up by two strokes. Because right. of just the fear, everybody following them, and yeah. everybody just kind of worried about Tiger. I think you could make the argument, this is one of the first times that all those leaders, and Francesco probably the most, really felt like, holy crap, like Tiger's around us. Like he, he yeah. actually could do this. And like he's prowling or what's Tiger doing? Yeah, um, I see, I'm not sure I agree with that though because most of these golfers never played with Tiger at his peak. Yeah. And what, Tiger's always going to draw the biggest crowd. It's always brutal to play with him, not because, you know, of his play, but because of the crowd. And think about you have these massive galleries that are, you know, six, seven people deep, deep, excuse me, following you the whole round, and they're all still when Tiger's hitting, right? But when you're hitting, everybody's moving, uh, making noise, you know, they're trying to get in position to see Tiger just walk. And so I think it's just difficult to play with him. So the guys in the group, I do think, suffer from that. You know, Tony Finau, I think you saw, he just, he was not himself. He couldn't make a putt to save his life. Uh, Molinari, who is one of the most steady golfers I've ever seen in my life, he's like a robot. Um, you know, has a meltdown on the back nine. That's Which his was surprising too, because he had gone head to head with Tiger at the Open and just beat him. You know, and he had also yeah. played with Tiger, against Tiger in the Ryder Cup, and beat him as well. Right. Um, both in singles, I think, and in the two, um, you know, alternate shot in the the two sums. So that it was a little. I would think if anybody wasn't getting shocked, was really Molinari that. He had every opportunity to win that. That's right. I, I agree. He he definitely fell apart. It was very surprising. I heard somebody uh, compare Molinari to the 2005 San Antonio Spurs and the fact that they're just so fundamentally sound and so good, but they're so boring to watch. And mm. I could not agree more because I can't... It's not that I dislike him. There's nothing to really dislike about him, but he's just so boring. There's no emotion. There's no, he doesn't hit it long. He doesn't, I mean, Sunday was the first time I've ever seen him really mess up. You know, he doesn't do anything super aggressive. He's just. He plays all he, the all the safe shots and right. he's always consistent. Whereas Tiger, like, he's not consistent. <laughs> you know, like no. he, he's hitting great shots, but the thing about Tiger is he'll go four right in the trees and then just hit a great shot out of the trees that goes on the greens. And you're like, how did, how did he do that? Right. And still make a birdie. So it's kind of get fired up doing it though. Right. And, and showing emotion. And you want to see golfers show emotion. Um, You know, golf always has a bad rap of, you know, being a boring sport. So when you get somebody out there, who's exciting to watch, you know, you tend to follow them. But back to your point about tiger and having the tiger effect, I don't think guys like Kepka, DJ, uh, Shoffley, you look at the other guys at the top, I don't know if his effect really, you know, trickles down to them because they've never really, I mean, they've, they might have watched it growing up, but they've never played against it. But I, I, what about the roars, though? It's it's the, the Tiger roars when they're... And I, I, 
that you're a hole behind, two, three holes, somewhere uh, along the course, and you just hear this big yell. And, you know, golf not necessarily has scoreboards everywhere. The Masters, I would say, it does a good job of having scoreboards on a lot of the holes. But uh, on other courses, and, and depending where you're on the course, you might not see a score or what happened. So all of a sudden, you're like, what is going on? Tiger did something well. I wonder how far back I am. I, I better push or do something. Um, so I think from that aspect, it, it could get to them. I'm not saying, I, I don't know how big of an uh, impact it was, but I, I think there has to be something there. They haven't experienced any golfer, just any fans going nuts like that for another golfer while they're playing and not knowing what's happening. That's true. I, I don't think it's, you know, you can't compare Tiger on the course to anybody else or anything else. I, I don't even know, truthfully, if ti- the quote-unquote tiger effect, if there's anything else like it in sports. I, I don't I don't know what to compare yesterday to in him winning. That four minutes from the time he knocked in his last putt until he was in the clubhouse doing the, uh, the scorecard. I mean, I literally, and I'm not exaggerating, I, I almost cried. Like, I... <laughs> I I literally am almost moved to tears watching it. It's just the impact that he's had and just the game itself is so much grander when he's good. Um, what he's overcome. And, you know, we were t- uh, talking about it at work this morning. You know, I get all fired up talking about it. And two of the guys look at me like I'm crazy because of, you know, the stuff that he's done in the past. And they think, oh, you're supporting somebody who's done that. No. It's not. It has nothing to do with that. Do I think what he did was? I, I don't condone that in the slightest. But the man has had to live through things that nobody else in this entire world would have to live through if they did what he did. And you know, he Tiger continued to come out, be public, continue to compete, continue to press. The injuries themselves are. If any athlete in any sport, I don't care what it is, went through those injuries, they would not continue to compete. But he just fought back. I mean, it is, I don't know. I, it's unlike anything I've ever seen. Yeah, I, I was the same way, you know. I, I was fired up talking to people. I'm like, oh, did you watch Tiger Woods? Like, no, I didn't watch it. I watched soccer. Like, why? You Why didn't you watch the Masters? And he said, I can't root for Tiger Woods for what he did. I'm like, I, I understand. As You don't have to like him as a person, but for what he did in golf and everything that he's done in golf and that story i mean people write movies about things like this right that is yes. th- he he is i mean nike made a commercial right afterwards already about him and you know there's a little kid he, it's just him from a little kid to winning the masters and all this and it ends with um him saying i'm going to beat jack nicholas when i grow up you know and he's 5 years old or something saying right. this right right um, that is nuts that at that young, like he's a little kid and he already had like these expectations for himself. And so yes. going from that to like being on top of the world, then losing it all, then not even knowing if he could walk, right. <laughs> like people, you know, like he might not even be able to walk for a couple of years. He's just trying to do that. And then coming back to the top like that, like that's America. It's redemption. Yeah, it is. It is, and um, you know, it was 
interesting hearing. Uh, you know, we had a discussion yesterday watching the tournament about the authors of the most recent Tiger Woods book and Armin Katan, who was uh, one of the authors, he and Jeff Benedict wrote the most recent book. But I heard him on the radio <clears throat> on The Herd, actually. It was interesting hearing him talk about it. And he was asked, you know, what was Tiger's, you know, lowest point? When was he, you know, at his lowest? And, you know, people forget it was less than two years ago where he was arrested. He got a DUI He in Florida. At the time, he was so under the influence. He thought he was in California. You know, he had a cocktail of five different drugs, you know, and all of them for, they were legitimate drugs for pain and for everything he was going through. I mean, he literally couldn't even function uh, in society at that time. And to see somebody come back from that, and there's millions of people who can unfortunately relate to that, you know, um, you know, and just seeing somebody, you know, come back from that. How do you, how do you not root for that? How do you not? I, I just, I do not. And, and what is it? Like, can we, can you, I don't even know if we can quantify it or say it. Like, what is it about Tiger that nobody moves the needle in sports like he does? Correct. Nobody can like, like Colin Coward, you know, the herd said today, nobody unifies the whole America and like, is they're all pulling for him. Who, what, in what sport can somebody do that? But what is it about him that he is, that everybody just gravitates? Is it just being awesome and winning? Like, that you know he was great. And not only was he great, he was dominating over and over again. And, like, I mean, that's what everybody wants, right? If you're rooting for somebody, you want them to, your team, you want them to win and you want them to dominate every game. Right. And now you're at the stage of, like, this is he's not dominating anymore. It's like, can he get back to what he was? Right. I think that's what we're all rooting well, for is like, can he get back to what he was? Cause you know, it was there and you're still wondering like, does he have any left? Does he have, any, you know, and maybe it's like, it's, it's like the, the, the girl, the bad couple, you know, that she dates a guy's like, you know, he threw it a mile long, the pigskin. He used to be able to throw a mile long. And they just, Uncle Rico. <laughs> Uncle Rico. You know, and Uncle Rico just has the confidence in him that he's going to throw, gonna it, over throw the mountain. it Throw it over that mountain. He's going to throw, throw the pigskin. Right. And some people are, are if you got Uncle Rico's back, you're going to say, yeah, I've seen him do it. Uncle, Uncle Rico can do it. And you want to know if you can get back to that. Right. Well, in golf's a unique sport. Um, you know, any individual sports, you don't have teams. So it's not like, you know, if there's a really an amazing athlete on another team, you're going to hate them because they're on the other team, yeah. regardless. You know, you're, you're, you're never going to root for the other team. In individual sports, you tend to, there are certainly people that you root against, but for the most part, if you're a golf fan, even a casual fan, most of the time you don't root against people. I mean, yes, there again, there's always you know some people that will, and there's some people you're not going to like. But you know, individual sports, you don't have teams, so it's easy to for more people to root for you. Um, but I think obviously Tiger was the most dominant athlete in any sport at his peak. But now he's been humanized with many of the things that have happened, and people can relate to that. So I think now he actually is less polarizing 
than when he was at his peak. Because I think people sometimes get tired of seeing the domination. Yep. But now there's a story behind it, and he's real. He has real problems that you can see. And he certainly seems way more gracious now, too. He does. And, um, I mean, the whole part about his kids, right, that, like, he, he, he says... I really wonder what my kids have never seen me when I was like at my best. They just see me as a YouTube golfer. Right. Um, and, and being able to see them, you know, them being there, the whole, his hugging his dad in the same spot and hugging the kids. Right. Where they were. I mean, that's kind of, that was like emotional stuff there. Yeah. You know, very. And, and his daughter and, and, and all that. I mean. Very emotional. Seeing him hug Charlie and Sam and walk with them. The, the, I don't know how long it was, the 30-second shot of him walking through the crowd with he and Charlie. Yeah. I, both wearing the red shirts. I mean, that was... The dude, I'm telling the you, even, like, I, I seriously, like, I'm getting chills talking about it. <laughs> like, it was so, it was just so awesome. Like, every, as a parent, you want that moment with your kid, or you want that with your parent, or, yeah. you know, you just want something to resemble that you want your kids to be that proud of I them. watched that yeah. like when it was live I remember I I rewound that like a couple right. times to watch all that part of him just from hitting the putt to going into the clubhouse I must right. have watched it 10 I, times yeah. in the last 24 hours well think about if you're Tiger Woods kids and the last you know how however long 5 6 seven years since they've been able to process everything that goes on and you see your dad's mugshot in there plastered everywhere you see it on the people's shirts at the tournaments that's got to be humiliating but then and even i mean especially as tiger and again i'm not condoning any of his actions that's not i'm not saying well he should be forgiven listen everybody should pay for the mistakes yeah tiger has paid for his mistakes tenfold and if you don't think that's the case i'm sorry then maybe don't <laughs> listen to the podcast. You can go listen to something else. But uh, my point being to go from that low of a low and then see him at the highest of highs, man, how do you not? I mean, he, he oh, said it himself awesome. too. It's like all that my kids thought about Tiger, you know, all the kids thought about when they thought of golf is the thing that brings him pain. Yeah, because that's true. I mean, yeah. think about it. They're, so he's divorced, Tiger's divorced, to go see his mom, whatever, and it's like, hey, how did, you know, why did you guys break up? Oh, because of golf, right? Like, why are you hurt all the time, Dad? It's like, golf, oh, why are you taking these pills and having a mugshot because I want to go play golf again and stuff? Like, that's right. all, all they know is pain. And to that point when Charlie and uh, Tiger were walking, and like Charlie's like right in front of him, you saw like how jacked up Tiger was. Yeah. You could also feel that like I, I at least I felt for Charlie. He's like my dad is unstoppable. Yes. Like he is. He was yeah. fired up, and I felt Tiger was even more fired up than him. Like I got my son with me. I got my right. kids. Like yeah. I just won. I'm I'm about to take over the world. He might win every major this year. <laughs> <laughs> That's all, like now I want like I'm ready for the next major. Like, oh, yeah. to happen and, and see what he does. Like, and it's well, you'll not, be there. Yeah, and it's not crazy to think the last three, he has been peaking for this moment, right? So the Open, yeah. I think he ended up fourth or something. He kind of. He led. Started, he led. Yeah. Um, and then 
the PGA. PGA, he actually came in second to Brooks. Right. I mean, and he was very close there too until Brooks just kind of kicked it into gear. Yeah, yeah, kicked it into gear. So he has been pretty. That's two top ten, top five fin- finishes, and or three if you count the win now. Then the last three majors, he has been in the top five of, of it all. And it's a great point. He did um, mention. He's you know, won at Bethpage. He did it, and he and he has um, Pebble Beach this year, where the U.S. Open is. Which, if you don't know, that's the most dominant major performance he's ever had. Came at Pebble, he just dominates that course. Yeah. Uh, I, the only thing is, with Tiger winning the major now, he it kind of reinforced um, his belief of he's not going to play as much tournaments anymore. Because you know, he, he didn't yeah. play Bay Hill this year. He didn't play Arnold Palmer. I mean, let's say what? Bay Hill, TPC. Or, uh, he, played he, TPC. he played TPC. He didn't yeah. play um, the Valspar. Correct. Um, Which he played last year. Cor- yeah. So uh, he did. I, I think he felt refreshed. And he's probably going to take a little bit of time off with some of the, um, some of the you know, other non-big majors. And but, I'm okay with that because, from a standpoint, it's not his job anymore to grow the game. Before, people were always mad at him when he was after he'd won like I don't know eight majors, or ten of them. Towards the end, like in the 2013, when he was still player of the year, <laughs> like he right. was still tour player of the year. He didn't want a major, but he was still like player of the year. Um, he wasn't playing as much normal tournaments, and people were upset. Like you're not helping grow the game. You know, what are you doing? I don't think that's his job anymore, at, especially at 43 years old, and where golf is now. You know, like, there's yeah. plenty of good young talent that can go go, go do that. There is, even, you know, casual fans, there is enough competitive, really, really good golf on a week-in, week-out basis. It doesn't matter what tournament it is. You're going to have big names playing, multiple big names, multiple great personalities. Uh, they, they don't, I don't want to say they don't need Tiger. Everything's better with Tiger, but I would rather have a little bit of Tiger at his best than a lot of Tiger not at his best. I mean, I, I give me Tiger 10 times a year. I will take that over 15 times a year. And he, you know, kind of played how he did at the end of last year after his win. Because once he won it uh, in Atlanta at the Tour Championship, he just, you know, the Ryder Cup, you know, and even uh, before that, he, yeah, it just wasn't, it wasn't great. But, you know, I, I, I got to tell you, to your point, you know, a top five finish at the Open, uh, second place at the PGA, first place at the Masters, and the win at the Tour Championship in between, he's. I don't know, man. He, look out. I, I don't know if he's going to win another major, but he's going to compete. Yeah, has he screwed our uh, our expectations now? Like, So what yes. is your expectation yes. now for Tiger at the next major inning tournament? Like, are, Do you expect now he's got to win every tournament he plays now? No. I don't think the, the tour is too... Good. I mean, take the match. Take yesterday, for example. We talked about this. There's so many players that could have won, and these are good players that 
have won majors, multiple majors that are number one, top five in the world. There's and they're one shot off. I mean, DJ and Kepka were one shot behind Tiger, and I just don't. There's so much firepower now. Now, I don't think he can hold him off like he used to. Not at not at his age, um, and how he plays. I I think it's feasible to expect one or two majors. I I would love to see him break Nicholas's record, but if I was betting on it, I would not bet on him to break the record. No. Or even tie it. Yeah. I, I, That's hard, it could, man. It could fire him up, though. Like, you know, like this. I, God, I hope could, so. Don't could. get me wrong. <laughs> I hope so. But think about guys like DJ. DJ's won one major. That is mind-boggling to me. Right. But like they say about Tiger Woods is his mind is insane. Right? Yes. Like his just the way he knows everything about golf like he his mind is way above everybody else on the course it's all about is his body there and yeah and, and ready yeah. and ready to go but he's what how old is he 43 43 i don't know many 43 year olds that get better with anything athletically yes so even if he stays the same for give him you know he can uh, well, hell, look at Phil. Phil's 40, he's at least 48, Ooh. and he's still competing. I mean, so give him till he's 48. Phil has won one major since he's been 43, the Open, right? I think so, yeah. I think. So, you no, know. he lost that to um, Henrik Stenson. No, when he was, he was older when he won the Open. Oh. Uh, that was recently, so uh, I'm sorry. He he did contend. I I do remember in the Open recently with um, Henrik Stenson that they basically had match play back and forth, and Henrik Stenson won. I think right. that was like 2000, I don't know, 17 or so. I yeah, I guess I'll have to go back and look at Phil's majors. But my my point 2013 being, 2013 was the last time he won. Okay, so, so five years ago. ago, so he, yeah, so forty-three, whatever, forty-four, maybe. I just he's he's forty-eight years old. It's just going to be hard to win that many. I mean, U.S. Opens are hard. the The courses are so brutal; they're physically demanding. Um, you know, he can win. I don't know, man. He can win at Augusta. He can. I. I don't know. Do you <laughs> see him tying Jack's record? You see him winning three more? I could. I honestly could see him because I could see that this is the spark that he needed. Um, and now that he – think of a ultimate confident person, right, which Tiger is, and now even being rewarded for that confidence and believing himself even more. Like that is a scary thought yeah. of somebody of his stature that – I mean, nobody believed in him, right? He was the only person to believe himself that say, I'm going to get back there and I'm going to win tournament. Now, just having even more confidence. And so you have a laser-focused person who is highly motivated and will be disciplined and do everything he needs to succeed. Now you add an emotional aspect of it of saying, I'm doing this for my kids, I'm doing this so they can experience like their dad's the best version of that. You add that like emotional 
um, motivation to it. Right. I mean, sky's the limit at that point, right? Like, so he's he was just doing golf for himself, and he could do golf, and it's like you, um, you or I saying, all right, we're gonna be disciplined and work out every day and, and do something. Like, yeah, you have the motivation and all that. But now, if if you had like an exercise, like I'm going to do this, if I, you know, and I can, you're doing it for your family, right? Or something crazy like happened, and you're like, if I worked out every day my daughter's going to be like the best person in the whole world and go to like college for free at like Harvard. You would be pretty motivated or something along that line. Right. And work even harder because you yeah. have a, a tangible thing. So he, that's why I think but he's definitely going to do it. I know, I, but he's not competing against himself. He's competing against a really, really deep and talented field with younger guys. I just, I, I want it to happen. I, I'm not, I believe me. I want it to happen. I want to be cautiously optimistic though, because I get concerned, like you said, that I'm going to get all fired up and I'm going to expect him. Beth Page, he's won there before. He better go out and win the U.S. Open. Pebble Beach, he dominates Pebble Beach. If he doesn't win, it's going to be a disappointment. I don't. It is, but you were already there. No, when See, he doesn't I don't win. want that though. That's what I don't want because I don't want to get into that hole of if Tiger doesn't win, I'm going to be pissed because there are so many other guys that I want to see do well. I want Ricky Fowler to win a major. I want him to win a major. I want DJ to win another one. I wouldn't mind seeing Kepka get a couple more and then he's on a little tear and now he's pushing Phil for more majors yeah. than Phil. You know, there's so many storylines that I want to see. Cooch hasn't won one. Man, how awesome would that be to see Cooch win, you yeah. know? But there's only one guy that's going to fire you up for 24 hours, and you're going to watch God, a four-minute video. I know. Right? Like, I you're know. not going to watch the whole Cooch like, yep, I went to Georgia Tech, I played this, it's awesome, I finally won my first major. Like, you're, you're not going to... You're gonna be happy, and you say, "Oh, cool. Let's uh, let's watch some CBS News now, right?" <laughs> no. Like, and then turn it off. You're not you're not gonna be glued to it. I don't know. I will say I'm more invested in golf than most casual fans. There's no doubt. But and you're right. Tiger gets me way more <laughs> fired up. That's what I'm saying. That's why. Don't get me wrong. I want him to win. I want him to be in contention in every major. I want him to be in contention in every tournament he plays in. But. I'm not going to be upset for everyone that he doesn't win. I'm not going and to. And what I'm telling you is, don't lie to yourself. You I already, no. You're already there. No, I'm not. I'm not. Okay, you won't be. I'm not talking. You're gonna be upset like if you're watching your favorite football team and when they lose and throw a, a dumb pass or something and and they lose a game like that upset. But you're just gonna be really disappointed. <laughs> right, you're just you're you're not gonna be angry. You're just gonna be have disappointment. Like, man, that would have been really cool to see Tiger do that. Here's here's what is disappointing to me in the Open last year, when we kind of had a little viewing yeah. party like we yeah. did for the Masters, and he was in contention, had the lead, and then ends up losing it to Molinari. Yes, that is frustrating to me. It's it's guys like that, and when he's in contention, he's there, and then loses it. Yeah, okay, that's a different story. But but you know. even if 
what if he loses it to like a Cooch or a Brooks Kepka, you know, or or a DJ? No, it, it and I think it depends on the scenario too. But no, I would not be disappointed. No, you, you would rather do. I guess it's you don't want him to flirt with you. All right, you don't want any flirting. Yeah. You like Tiger? Listen, if you're going, if you're going to do it, do it. If you're going to do it, do it. Don't right. stay around two or three and then fall. Like correct. Don't make the cut. Finish in the top, like finish number ten or fifteen, like where you're not really that. You're close, but you're not that close. And it's not like we're watching you on Sunday to be like, oh, can he still make it? It's like no, he's ten strokes behind. He's, well, he's listen, right. don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I don't want him to continue. Right, but. But if like you don't want Sunday, he's in the final group and he loses. Correct. <laughs> yes. That th- no, that is well said right there. I agree. If he's in the final group, I want him winning. Yes. That that's where that's where you reserve your Sunday final group. You got the red tiger. You go out there for blood and you dominate. You yes. do not lose this. Yes. And I also want to preface it with. I want to see him beat Jack's record. I want to see that. I want yeah. to see history. So until that happens, I'm going to want him to do well in the majors. <laughs> Once he gets 19, I mean, whatever. <laughs> After that, I, I don't care, man. I but gotcha. yes, if I, I would love, I mean, I, I don't, because I, I don't, I truly don't believe anybody else is going to come close to that. I don't believe that. Yeah. Maybe double digits. Yeah, we'll see somebody in the double digits for sure. But that's a lot of majors, man. That's that's a lot. Yeah. It it is it is uh quite a bit. It's kind of yeah, I mean who knows. So we'll circle back when Tiger does his next major, um, we will talk about it and say or even next tournament. Unless it's Sunday, final group. I don't even care about it, you know. No, you won't, no, you won't no, be upset. no, no. You do care, but if it's Sunday final group, you're gonna go back to old Tiger. You better win, and I'm gonna be upset. Yes. That's the only time you're gonna reserve. That, your, that's the only time I'm gonna be like, yeah, ticked <laughs> if he doesn't win. Yes, Fair I agree. Enough. But um, looking at the PGA schedule, you know, we're, now that the Masters has passed by, there's really not a lot of time for people to take time off, it's like four weeks. We're four weeks away from the PGA Championship. Right. Right. So clearly he's not going to play this weekend. Might skip a, another one. But, I mean, and and do most golfers even want to play the weekend before? They don't want to play a tournament the weekend before a uh, – Well, they, Quail Hollow is in what, two weeks? Yeah, that is uh, May 2nd through the 5th. So – I guess you can say three weeks, right? Because you have this weekend coming up, um, which is the RBC Heritage, the Zurich Classic New um, in New Orleans, yeah. and then it's uh, Quail Hollow. After that, you have the Byron Nelson, mm-hmm. and then it's the PGA Championship. So really, Tiger might only play once more Probably. at the Wells Fargo than the PGA Championship. After that, you have four weeks of... Um, three weeks of tournaments, then you go to the U.S. Open. And in between those three weeks, you have um, the Memorial, Jack Nicholas's. Which you'll play one. in. So you'll play there. Um, then it's the U.S. Open. Um, you have a couple other Rocket Mortgage Classics, 3M Open, the John Deere Classic, um, and yeah. the Open. 
So I, I would say, you know, there is a little bit more of a wiggle room, like five weeks in between the U.S. Open and the Open. So he may play one tournament there. So you're, you're talking, and then after that you get into the uh, FedEx Cup. FedEx Cup. So you're talking three more majors. Maybe he plays once in between each one. So that's six tournaments left and then uh, a couple FedEx ones there. So yeah, you're talking maybe 10, 10 more tournaments, 10 more chances to see Tiger this year. Right. That's crazy. Yeah. It's not that much. Yeah, and, and you're right. I would be shocked if he plays more than one tournament in between each major. And again, I'm kind of okay with that. I don't have a problem with that. I don't need him in every tournament. I don't want to get mediocre Tiger. I want Tiger in it to win it. I want him to want to do one thing, not working on his game to make a comeback and all of that. <laughs> and I... I, I'm tired of people talking about what time is Tiger going to wake up today for his tea time so he can stretch. I don't care. Do you believe yeah. that he – so for some of the listeners who maybe, you know, don't care about golf or for some reason we're watching soccer instead of all this Yeah, that's stuff. weird. As, as a soccer fan, that's weird. <laughs> um, they, uh, they asked Tiger after Saturday, um, you know, they moved the Masters um, Sunday to a 9.20 start for the leaders, 7.30 for everybody else. And they asked Tiger, you know, what time would he wake up and get ready for a 9.20 um, tee time? And he said, you know, I'll probably start up at 3.45 or 4 a.m., wake up and start the process of getting the body and mind ready. That's five hours, <laughs> Kyle. Like, yeah. let's let's think about this this process here, okay? Five hours. Granted, they are pros, so they get there usually to the course between hitting golf balls and practicing, I'm going to say, an hour and a half before. It usually take an hour and a half to putt, chip, drive, all, all that stuff. Um, so you're going, say you get there at 7.30. Right. Um, so it's two hours ahead morning. of his tee time. Right, two hours ahead of his tee time. So he's working, he's waking up and starting the process for three hours. You gotta before, activate the glutes, man. Before he like even does, like what is his process? What, what would you do for, I mean, for, I, I would if you eat. had a 9.30 tea time, you're waking up at eight, <laughs> right? You're waking up at eight. Well, not in my house, unfortunately, it'd be yeah. early than that. But yeah, if, you're, if I'm... Yeah, stay in, in a hotel room by myself. Yeah. I've got a 9.20 tea time. I'll get up at, God, I don't know. You get up at 7.30, eat a little breakfast, stroll the course, have some coffee, get on the range, hit a few balls, hit a few putts. Let it rip, man. <laughs> Let it rip. Right. Right. His, I, I, I don't know. I, do you think, I don't think that's real that he actually wakes up before. I think... He's just telling people like. No, I believe it. I people like that are just wired differently and have trouble sleeping anyway, and just. I, I he probably don't know. visualizes like the whole course and every shot he hits. Yeah, I don't think, and I don't think he gets tired. Like if I woke up at three forty-five for a nine twenty tea time, I'd need a nap at six. <laughs> Be like, I gotta lay down for an hour. Well, I will say, I guess you could also think about it as like. A, a big football game or stuff, right? Like if you're 
I mean, when you're playing sports or anything, if you're playing a big football game, it's a Super Bowl or any of that, like, you might not be able to sleep the night before. Right. Right? Like, you're so jacked up. You go through the walkthroughs. You're thinking about everything in your right. head. And you're just jacked up and ready to go to the course as early as you can. Right. Or, or get to the stadium and do something to, like, get back to some kind of normalcy where you're, I mean... If, if it's football, right, you want to get, or basketball, you want to get to the stadium, the court, anything as early as possible, because at least there you can go work out, shoot basketballs, and kind of take your mind off yeah, See, I, I don't know. I operate differently. I wouldn't, I just want to do my normal routine. Like, don't, I, I don't, I would try my hardest to not do anything different mm -hmm. whatsoever. And, you know, I know people want to, you know, get focused and practice and maybe hit a few more balls and blah, blah, blah. I mean, we've, I'm playing in a golf tournament in two weekends, an amateur golf tournament, you know, but people will go out and hit and stretch for two hours beforehand when they're used to going out and hitting balls for 10, 10 minutes. 15 minutes beforehand. You know, I don't, look, if I haven't figured it out by, you know, kickoff. You know, it's uh, it, I ain't fixing it then. You know, I I want to stretch, I want to get loose and all that, but I want to do it the, the normal way. I don't want to do anything abnormal. So, the fact that he does that leads me to believe that yeah, he does it every day. Like that's just his process. That's what he does. Yeah, I um, I read a funny uh, tweet on the internet of uh, after they interviewed Tiger, he said he's gonna wake up at four or three forty-five four. And they said, Tiger should send a tweet at 4 a.m. in the morning saying, you up to the whole <laughs> world, and that would be like the best yeah. um, kind of. That would be strong. So I, I've got a, strong a, move. a question for you. When You got to go to the Masters yes, this week. Yes, I got to go to a practice round. Um, so you got to go up, see the course. Did you get to see Tiger at all? I, don't think we I did not this. get to see Tiger. Um, I went when it was raining. Uh, quite a bit and uh, a lot of people weren't um, Tiger actually that day a lot of golfers didn't show up in the morning and then in the afternoon um, they didn't really do much because it's the last day that they can actually practice because um, Wednesday's the par 3 course or par 3 contest um, Tiger was at the range on Tuesday he actually never played the hole um, he never got out there? he never got out there um, he just did the Tuesday, and I mean it was pretty light. Like I guess he'd gone there Sunday and played some in practice. Right. Monday he only played the back nine, and right. that's it. Um, and Tuesday he just went to the range. Wednesday he played the front nine and just stopped. Right. So he he really I mean took it rest. I think he just he knows it's his the course like the back of his hand. So yeah, he knows the course well enough. I don't um, think. And Tuesday too, depending on. They all like, try to do things early in the morning because it's the champion's dinner um, right. that night. So when the rain kind of canceled the whole um, morning, I think a lot of players were like, well, I'll just go hit the range and then leave. Right. Um, so not too bad. So, sorry, one more question for you about Tiger. Did you hear about uh, what he received from President Trump today? No. What did he receive? Trump awarded Tiger with the Presidential Medal of Freedom after his win. Presidential Medal of Freedom. What is 
What is that? Uh, what uh, is it's that funny you should for? ask. It recognizes those people who have made an especially meritorious contribution to the security or national interest of the United States, world peace, cultural, or other significant public or private endeavors. So, do you feel that his win fits that bucket? Ah, uh, man. I mean, there is. I, I guess there's peace because we all we all cheered for him. Um, yeah, I, I guess it's uh, cultural significance. I I don't know. I was I, so I saw that that he awarded him that, and I had to look it up. So I was like, what the hell is the Presidential Medal of Freedom even for? And it is literally the highest civilian award in the United States. That and the Congressional Medal of Honor? Yeah. Am I saying that right? So, yeah. It, I'm like, what What do you even award this for? I Here are other golfers who have been awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom. Ooh, okay. Arnold Palmer, Jack Nicholas, and Charlie Sifford. Seifert. Pretty strong crew there. So I, there is precedence there to uh, have them be awarded. Now, you could argue Jack Nicholas did a, has you know he has the Children's Hospital up there and and they do a lot of work. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if Arnie's. Um, I guess. The, the Children's Hospital. Uh, yeah, man. He's yeah, done Arnold a Palmer ton. as well. Um, Tiger Wood has a foundation as well. I mean, I don't know too yeah. much about it. Yeah, I would. Now. I'm sure he's probably given more uh, to charity than those other two guys. Uh, well, I say that. I don't know. They've, their charity's been around so long. Who knows what they've generated. Uh, that's not why he got it, though. He got it for his comeback and his win. He and Trump are buddies. and I've uh, played golf a couple times together. Yeah. I think, uh, why not, man? You know, he's... You okay with it's, it? It's a tiger. It's Tiger's world right now. I mean, what else... Oh, I don't have any issues what with it. I just thought it was funny. I mean, he's the pre- president's jacked up about Tiger. We're jacked up about Tiger too. I'd I'd give him a you know what could I give him a certificate of like like achievement. You could print something. out something on the computer. I'd give him a hug. Would you? Would you actually give Tiger Woods a hug? Would I give Tiger Woods a hug? Yeah. Yes. I would be like honored. Two, two hands, like you're doing the one. One-handed kind of thing, or are you going in? No, like, no, no. It's a bear hug. Oh, you get, like you pick him up a little I'm bit in the back. I'm shaking him. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I'm going in for the real thing. What other pro athlete would you give a hug to? Ooh, a hug. Yeah, because athletes aren't. You know, you don't hug. Athletes. Would you give Tim Tebow a hug? No. <laughs> no. I wouldn't give Tebow a hug. Tiger, I would. Man, I would hug it out with him so hard, dude. Like a long, awkward yeah, hug, just like, the, or just he's the, the one. Yeah, just the bro hug. Like, I haven't seen him in years, and oh, it's so good to see you. See, I think yeah. I'd go, like, towards the, the sides, you know, where you're almost, like, ready to pick him up. Right. That's what you just, it's a little bit above the waist, right? Kind of like the oh, mid, so middle mid, middle of the back area, and just kind of, like, squeezing tight. Okay, see, I'd do the one way. arm up, one arm low type oh, thing. Okay. You know, the, the real embrace. you got to embrace them. You know, it's got to be emotional. 
emotional embrace. That's what I'm going for. Okay, you're going like, yeah, almost like the father son thing. Yeah. Like he's your dad. And yeah. He, and you're that's like, exactly right. Yeah. Like, dad, I haven't seen you in. Yeah. A lot like Man, forever. I've been overseas for. Yeah. Years. That's exactly. <laughs> I don't want to say that, but we'll go there. <laughs> yeah, that kind of fog. That's yeah. At least yesterday I would have. Yeah, for sure. Probably this morning. And it's like, right now. <laughs> like if Tiger, what if you were sleeping and Tiger just like tapped you, woke you up and said, Kyle, get up and give me a hug right now. Like, would you? Yeah. Like you'd kick your wife over with like, get out of the way. Yeah. If he didn't talk, I would just scoot over and uh, like pull him in the sheets. Just, <laughs> right here, Tiger, pat the bed. <laughs> if Tiger said, Not to get creepy. Oh, can I get in bed with you? But your wife has to move. Like, would you kick her out? We're just talking about, like... No, this... no, like, he's tired. He's like, Kyle, I'm tired. Like, I need a nap. Yeah, I would get up and let him sleep. Yeah. It's like, here, man, have my uh, side. I'll sleep on the floor. Yeah, you'd sleep next to my wife. <laughs> yeah, I'd get a pillow and a blanket and lay next to him on the ground. <laughs> Looking at him. Yeah, just staring. Tiger, you I awake? I don't know if there's another athlete I would want to hug from you know and that's creepy like to like tiger yeah you can't just hug people you know hugs are reserved for uh, the... let's i'm gonna think of a sport basketball is there a, any but michael jordan would you give him a hug yeah i'd probably hug it out with michael i don't know we grew up with michael man but he's not he... i don't think michael's a hugger though. like i don't know michael... that's what makes it you think tiger's a hugger <laughs> i think tiger no, at this, at, at this no. age tiger no. could be a hugger he's got a soft side Dude, I don't know, man. He's not a hugger. What about with Phil? Would you hug it out with Phil? No. No, he'd get Krispy Kreme grease on me. <laughs> I don't need that. <clears throat> no, I'd, yeah, I'd hug it out with Michael. Michael probably be the only one. Derek Jeter? Nah. Uh, I don't know that, if there's that, anybody in baseball. Yeah, I don't think baseball there would. Football? I don't know, man. There's not, there's not a bunch of dudes. Billy Donovan, coach of basketball. Ooh, he and Mike White. <laughs> okay, sorry. You would hug it out with Mike White. I definitely would. No, I've had the opportunity a couple times when I've shaken his hand. I I could have just really gone in for the real thing. And then been or- escorted out or and something? And then have been kindly asked to leave. Yeah, well, you know who probably is not going to hug it out with Tiger is that security guard that almost took him out. Dude, can, can we yeah. talk about, like, what if... That was the. What if that is the last image and Tiger had to withdraw? Like Dude, that was pretty serious. That could have been really bad. If you watch it, yeah. Like especially in slow motion, I whether it's an Achilles, an ankle, or even a knee. I mean, he he was coming in hot. You yeah. Know? I mean, he was protecting Tiger. He was. He from creepos like you who want to go hug him <laughs> like after he hits a shot. I get it, but a hug's not gonna hurt him. You know that security guard <laughs> who's getting all aggressive. He was he he had every intention of protecting Tiger, but man, it that was almost devastating. That was Saturday, right? Yeah, that, that was happened? Saturday. Yeah, that could have been bad. Can you imagine he take ends Tiger's career, dude? I mean, that security guard is gonna need he, a security guard. He would have never made it out of Augusta. <laughs> He's probably the happiest person that Tiger won. Oh, that's a good point. That might have just saved his job. Cause you know, after that, he was he did not work Sunday, not a chance. Yeah. Are those volunteers at Augusta, or are those employees up there? 
Because all other tournaments, they're volunteers, but Augusta, do they actually... They do have volunteers, because I thought about that when I was there. I said, you know, maybe I should volunteer to be um, at Augusta. Which, in Augusta, by the way, it is a well-oiled machine, well-run. It is like Disney on steroids. Yes. Disney, I always say, is so well-organized for how massive of a place is and so many things that go on. Augusta is the same way. It is... Perf- perfectly ran and everybody's so nice to you feel so excited right you know um but there's actually a website that you can go to kyle um to sign up to be a uh, worker at augusta if if you'd like however um they have interview process for it and i think the first dibs are for people who actually live in augusta which makes um, sense from there, so I think they do try to help out the local uh, community and, and the local city there. But and, and I'm okay with that. Maybe that should be, uh, you know, maybe next year I'll uh, I'll sign up for the uh, to be a volunteer. You know, the, you although it. it would suck to do like the parking lot. I mean, you gotta work your way up, man. man. You gotta earn it. Well, I wonder if they give you a free court uh, if you can play there for free though. I doubt it. Not a shot. I now, think, in other other you know tournaments, when wherever you uh, volunteer, you get to play the course. That's right. For free, even even Bay Hill. I mean, everywhere, pretty much. I wonder if Augusta. What are the perks? You probably get tickets. I would I would assume you get, you know, a ticket maybe to one day because you probably don't. Most of them you don't volunteer every day. Right. Um, I think it's usually if you get picked as a volunteer, right? You can only choose. Um, like one, I don't think they offer you for all four days. Like usually, right? Just sign up for one day. Right. I did uh, an LPGA tournament when they used to have it. Yeah. I think we did two days, if I'm not mistaken. Um, it's fun though. It's you. It's definitely a different site because I mean you get to see all of the players. Um, you know, it's certainly not hard by any means. Um, I don't know. It's cool. I would like to do it at a at a uh, you know big tournament obviously I think it'd be pretty cool that'd be a cool experience yeah we can uh, we need JK Sports Podcast shirts so that we can wear like a nice po- we need a logo nice polo with a logo right so that you could wear it at the tournaments and Ooh. subtly you know yeah rep the brand we do need a we, we gotta get our marketing department firing on all cylinders it could just be Tiger can we just copyright anything that says Tiger on it or we could just get him to, uh, you know, we, we could pay. You know what he could do is he could write off the work that he does for us. You know, it's like a, you know, an unpaid sponsor. Yeah, I don't know how that all works out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about it. That, that'll that'll be good. But, all right, Tiger, let's, let's sum it all up. Tiger Woods, greatest golfer. One of the greatest athletes of all time. Um, we're on a super high right now that he won yes. major number 15. We think it's only the beginning. He's plenty motivated to win more, although we're not going to be, um, you know, expecting it. We're not. We're going to temper our expectations. Don't want to. Don't want to. You know, be up and down here. But if he's winning on a Sunday, in the final group with a chance to win, we're all in. Yes. We're all in. 
And it may not have been the greatest sports moment I've ever seen, but I think it might have been the most emotional for me. I think it's, I mean, right now, living it, it's probably top five, like one of the... Oh, definitely. Like, it's like, wow, definitely. I was there. This is what it was. This yeah. is what happened. Yeah. I, I can't... The, the national championships for the Gators were surreal. The first basketball one was... That didn't even... That was surreal. And then... I don't know, man. Those were just... It's hard. I can't, I can't say it's the best. Right. I, we, I... I I've seen a lot of really amazing sporting events. Um, watched a lot of really cool stuff. But I I can say it was probably the most emotional one I've ever seen. Yeah, that was it, pretty emotional. I, I think that's a fair statement. And I'll say, you know, anytime I go to the Masters, Tiger Woods wins. Whether it's a practice round or anything. So you better get tickets next year. It, well, uh, I mean, of course. <laughs> like I, Augusta. I, like Hook basically, I was the good luck charm. It's probably because I didn't see him Tuesday. We didn't want to talk too much. I wanted him to get in the zone. Right. Um, when we went to Ryder Cup, we won, and he was a captain. When if Tiger Woods is in a tournament and we're there, one of us is there. He well, that's wins. not true. We went to TPC. Did you I, to... I did not go to TPC. You didn't go to TPC. Right, right, right. Have you been to TPC and he played and didn't win? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Only majors, though. Only majors or Ryder Cups? Majors and Ryder Cups. All right. Majors or Ryder Cups. So you just Cups. need to, and you're going to Beth Page. Beth Page. You're going to Beth Page in a month. Ooh. Tiger, you better start practicing. No days off. No, no rest for the weary. No days off. Tiger, if you're listening, call us back. Big fans. Hit us up. Hit us up. It's a little funky here, Kyle. Lightning yep. round time. We need a little funk. A little funk. Um, you know, this week's podcast was very Tiger-centric. Yes. With sprinkled in with some other stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, no fluff here. We brought it. We're going straight for the lightning round. Let her rip. All right. Um, question one to you, Kyle. We have um, NFL. Um, Russell Wilson is demanding a new contract from the Seahawks. And he said that if they don't. Um, he doesn't get a new contract extension by the deadline he put out, which I think is the end of April or something. Um, he will that he won't sign after that deadline. It's today. It's today Midnight the deadline. Midnight today. Oh wow! So it's tax mid- day. Tax day. He gave him the tax day today. Um, do you see that as a good move, bad move, or uh, don't know? Good. Why? Wouldn't it be a good move? You play in Seattle, not a great market. Um, you have other big markets that need a quarterback that will pay big money for a quarterback. And not just a quarterback, but a a proven vet who's a top five quarterback by anybody's standards. Um, 
So yeah, if you're going to stay in Seattle, pay up or I'll go to somebody who will in a better market, which will, you know, put the right people around them. You actually think he would leave? Yes. Why wouldn't you? His wife is like, not, I don't I was going to say an icon. She's not an icon, but she's a star that wants to be in a big market. So yeah, she doesn't want to be in Seattle. Do you, if you had on your radar was Seattle or New York or think about if he goes to New York, if the Giants sign him, he'll make twice as much money just because of endorsements, endorsements alone, just being in New York. So, so you like the move? Love it. I think it's selfish. I think it's dumb. What other quarterback gives their team a deadline to sign for them, right? And says also that demands that kind of money. The quarterbacks that ask for a lot of money, Aaron Rodgers, um, Matt Ryan got a lot of money, even Joe Flacco did when he won. What do they do? They take up all the money from the team and don't leave enough money for the others to, um, for the team to get better. Right, so I think it's it's being selfish. He can restructure many other ways, and you're the leader, you're the face of the franchise, and you're going out there and saying, I want my deadline, I know what I'm worth, and this is what you're gonna give to me. I, I think it doesn't set a good precedence for the rest of the team. But the problem, I don't disagree with that argument most of the time. The problem is, is Seattle's for years had the opportunity because they haven't been paying them max money to go out and get other players to make the team better and make his life easier. What has Seattle done the past couple years for Russell Wilson? They haven't improved the offensive line. Offensive line has been brutal. He's been banged up, beaten up. They haven't gotten any good receivers, any good playmakers around him. If I'm him, You've had your chance to go out and spend money on other athletes. You haven't done it. What makes you think they're going to go do that now if they save money on him? No. Get yours. I'm okay with him getting more money. I'm okay with him getting money. Do it a better way. Disagree. All right. So today, um, unfortunate, tragic news. Notre Dame, uh, the cathedral caught fire in Paris. Um, It's completely just devastated. It's awful to see. I'm sure everybody would have seen footage by now by the time you listen. But um, so we're going to honor Notre Dame, Notre Dame, Notre Dame, however you want to pronounce it, mm-hmm. by I want to know we're going to take the university, Notre Dame, out of the equation because I would assume that would be number one. Yeah. You had to pick any religious school, so a Catholic school. Mormon school. It has to be a truly religious school yep. to go to and pick your favorite sport to play. It can be any yep. sport. You got to go there. You get four years, full ride. Where are you going? Um, so besides Notre Dame, what are the other options? Are BYU? Well, there's a ton um, of like the Catholic schools. Villanova is one. Um, but are they really like, like St. John, St. Joe's, BYU? Um, you know, I feel like there's a, there's a ton of the, uh, you know, Catholic schools up in the Northeast. Like if you were going to play basketball. Yeah. I, my first one comes to mind is BYU. They were pretty good at basketball for a while. And I feel like they've been pretty decent in basketball. I think I might do BYU for basketball. Um, or I guess the Villanova is a religious school. 
I'd go there and play basketball. I feel like that'd be pretty sweet. Um, go play for uh, oh not boy. Tony Bennett. Jay Wright. Jay Wright. Yeah, I'd say Villanova basketball. BYU football might be a close second. I would say BYU just so I could go live out in Utah for a couple of years. It is awesome. a sweet. I I uh, did visit BYU, um, or you know wasn't there for a football game, but I did get to see the football stadium that they had. It is awesome. Just the views you have out there. It it is. I can only imagine too at night um, when we were driving by over there how how awesome it'd be. And you're just staring at the mountains, like, right behind you. So, BYU football would be right up there. I like it. Um, today, I had a uh, NHL question. We don't talk about a lot about NHL no, here. No, we don't. Um, granted, I don't watch a lot of NHL either. But um, a lot of our fans, you know, we're, we want to diversify for the fans. That's don't, right. Don't leave them out. Um, what I do know is that the local team here in Florida, Tampa Bay Lightning, has been really good this year. I think they were like the best team in the entire NHL. They are down, I believe, 2-0, if not 3-0, in the first round of the playoffs. Kyle, shocked? Did you even know that the Lightning were down 3-0? And do you think that this is a complete, it should fire their coach if he loses in the first round? No. That seems like an overreaction in my mind. Um, no, you don't fire the coach after that. Yes, of course it's shocking. Um, you don't expect one of the best teams in the league, if not the best, to be down 3-0 to the Blue Jackets, by the way. Columbus Blue Jackets. Yeah, gross. Is. Get that out of here. Uh, they can still come back. Hockey's one of those weird sports where it's happened before. It could happen again. Do I think it's going to? No. But uh, I don't know. Ask me when it's over. If they have come back you and watched face, how much hockey? Have you watched more than five minutes worth of hockey this year? Um, oh, like yeah. An yeah, actual yeah. game. Not, yeah. not a highlight. Like and sat down and watched an actual game. I watched a little bit at sports books out in Vegas uh, last week. By the way, Vegas, the they are all in on hockey. On the, the Golden way. Knights. Oh my God, dude! They are, they love it. I mean, all the drivers out there, all the people working out there. I mean, they love it. There's Golden Knight stuff everywhere. They, the uh, Statue of Liberty at New York, New York was wearing a jersey. They had draped wow. in a jersey. It was I mean, uh, pretty intense. It was pretty intense at their first year of being uh, a franchise. They went to the Stanley Cup. Yeah. This is their second year. It's just, it's crazy. To see. That's cool to see. That's how you know they put a team in the right city. Um, Tampa Bay, you know, I, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't follow it close enough. If they lose, who's gonna win? I have no. Probably Boston or Chicago. Those are usually the only teams I'll. <laughs> I'll cheer for Vegas. Who's Wayne Gretzky play for? Uh, I don't know the Coyotes. Oh, oh yeah, he's not even playing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, one. Uh, Zion declared for the draft today. Oh. I, very simple question for you. Is there a chance he does not go number one in the draft? No. He's 100% going number one in the draft. I'd love to, speaking of Vegas, I'd love to see the odds of of Ooh, him yeah. um, going to the number, being the number one draft. But yeah, absolutely. And if he's not, 
whoever that GM is, fire them. Fire them right <laughs> on the spot. Agreed. And never let them be a GM ever again in the sport of basketball. I'm with you. That's what I would do. All right. Speaking of uh, GMs um, and, you know, front office people, Lakers, Magic Johnson resigned um, early, late last week, didn't tell anybody. Um, I guess reportedly he didn't tell the news. He just said it uh, to the public first and went, um, you know, before he told the team or any, or even his boss. There's rumors out there, and some people have made the case, that they believe um, the best person to fill his role would be Kobe Bryant. Being because Kobe Bryant, um, the knock on magic at that role is when you're the president, you really have to, it's a grind it out um, job. Yeah, not an easy job. Not an easy job. You actually, you have to go to like, you know, Idaho or something and watch college basketball players and scout them out. Um, you have to go to really uncomfortable places and, and, and really grind and, and watch that basketball stuff. He doesn't really like doing that stuff. He's showtime. I'm in and out. And stuff. They're saying Kobe Bryant would be perfect for that because he loves doing that thing. And Kobe Bryant's um, best friend, who used to is also his agent, is the GM Rob Palenka. Are you on board with Kobe Bryant being the president of the... Los Angeles Lakers. No. Just because he was a fantastic player and one of the greatest of all time and a quote-unquote grinder when he was a player does not in no way, shape, or form is it going to translate to a good president of basketball operations. I think it's two completely different mindsets. Um, to, when As a player, you have control literally of what is going on the basketball court. As a president, you are making behind-the-scenes decisions, and don't after you've made those decisions, you you don't have the control. I think it's hard for successful players to coach, uh, to be a GM, president, owner, etc. I think we've seen that a million times. I I think Kobe Bryant's extremely bright. Um, yes, he's a hard worker, but just because he's a hard worker does not mean he'd be a good president. I mean, didn't he win an Oscar though? I thought he won an yeah. Oscar for like God. a play and stuff. Yeah, it was an animated short film. Yeah. About him. What's wrong can with can that? we all like stop kidding ourselves and realize that Kobe did not have anything to do with this film? Just because it was about him doesn't mean he should have won an Oscar. Get that out of here. He oh. he was a producer, so what? He paid for it. So now he wins an Oscar? Great. I think he did it. I mean, he... No! He God, drew no. the cartoon. No, he didn't. He did. No, dude. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. There's no way. He, I want to see Kobe Bryant draw something. How come I've never seen him draw anything? If he's such a good artist, draw it. Big old <laughs> dummy. What? He he did draw it. He, wrote, he did a whole film where he drew. No, that didn't happen. Fake news. Okay. Well, you know, I think... On that point, let's remember, we're going to end on that note for this week on the lightning round. I think uh, we don't want to fire you up. We want to have you remember about all the great things that Tiger Woods did. Okay? Just remember that. Tiger, Tiger Woods. Best player of our lifetime. God bless Tiger Woods. Okay. And his fist pumps.